0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. (laughs)
2: Yeah, all right, all right. I'll get right up.
1: It's not the alarm, it's the phone. Oh, oh! Grab it before it wakes the oh. children,
2: will you? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, all right. yeah. yeah oh, golly! Hello, uh, hello, hello? Yeah. Yeah. Who's this? Oh, oh, hi, Harry. Well, yeah, yeah. We were asleep, but uh, that's okay. What's the matter? Huh? Who said what? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Why? That was. That was. uh, Wait a minute. I. I I can't think. Hold on, will you, Harry? Hold on, just. Dear. Hmm. Dear. Who said water, water everywhere, nary a drop to drink? What? Who said water, water everywhere, nary a drop to drink?
1: Who wants to know?
2: Harry Colton. 1.30
1: 1.30 in the morning. All right,
2: all right, all right, all right. They're having a party, I guess. A little argument came up about some quotations.
1: Why call us?
2: Well, he remembered we had a book of quotations, and he he wants to settle a bet. Now, oh, who said Uncle water, Arnold. water everywhere, an area drop to drink? Who was that?
1: Well, if Harry Colton would stick to water, he wouldn't be calling people up at one thirty in the morning. Oh,
2: Tommy, who said it?
1: I said it. I think it's terrible. Look at that book.
2: Darling, he is settling a bet oh. with uh, Harry. Harry, look, I'll have to go downstairs and get the book of quotations, and I'll I'll call you back, huh? Honestly,
1: 1.30 in the morning.
0: Think what a great comedy of error Shakespeare could have written had he but known Gracie Allen. It staggers the imagination just to consider it. Well, even without Shakespeare, Gracie can stagger the imagination, dissolve the most serious-minded listener into laughter. And that's what she's doing these nights on CBS Radio on the George Burns and Gracie Allen Show. Every night, Monday through Friday, Burns and Allen recreate their unforgettable vaudeville routines. And that's only part of the fun parade. Joining Burns and Allen in CBS Radio's full-hour evening comedy time are Andy Griffith, Star of Broadway's Destry Rides Again. That zany two-man comedy gang, Bob and Ray. And of course, those longtime maestros of the comic situation, Amos and Andy, with their rascal in chief, the Kingfish. Tune them all in. Burns and Allen, Bob and Ray, Amos and Andy, and Andy Griffith. The evening sound of CBS Radio Comedy Time.
1: sakes. What are you doing downstairs here? Well, I'm
2: looking for our book of quotations, and I have looked through every darn bookcase in this house. Where is it?
1: Well, I don't know, dear. It's here someplace. Well,
2: darling, you don't have to look. I told you to go back to sleep.
1: Well, I couldn't. It's been lying there trying to think. The more I tried to go to sleep, the wider awake I got mumbling to myself. Water, water everywhere. An area dropped to drink. Yeah. Finally thought of what it is. Coleridge. Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner by Samuel Coleridge. Oh, yes,
2: heavens! <laughs>
1: I think your friend Harry has the quotation wrong. I don't think it's nary a drop to drink. I think we looked it up once before and discovered that isn't the line, didn't we? Uh, the, the,
2: yes, uh, yes. Uh, isn't it water, uh, water, water, water and... everywhere, never a uh, uh, drop to drink? No,
1: no, that's not. Yes, it is. I'm sure it is. No, sure no, it is. no I think it's water, water everywhere, nor any drop to drink.
2: No, oh, no, honey, that, that's not right. That doesn't make any sense, nor. No, yes,
1: it does. I think it's right. Anyhow, I know Coleridge is right. He wrote it, so call your friend and let's get back to bed, huh? Well, i
2: got to find the book of quotations and verify it. Harry's got a bed. He's got a couple of others he wants to know, too, so... Now, look, where is that book? Do you, Honey, know? I
1: haven't thrown it out. It must be here. Well. Honestly, I don't understand you at all. Ordinarily, you would be furious. Just furious. It's somebody waking you up like this for anything so idiotic at this hour. And you have to get up so early, and here you are. You were so pleasant and agreeable to Harry. As though it were the customary thing to go prowling around a cold house in the middle of the night looking for a book of Now, look, I I owe
2: Harry a favor. He's been very nice to me.
1: How? What did he do? Well, what favor did Harry Colton ever do for you?
2: Well, as a matter of fact, I can't remember, but I, I know he did, I, and I was very grateful. Some business thing, I guess. I don't know, ages ago. Anyhow, when he said you told me to call if if you could ever do me a favor, so here it is. He says, oh. so I've got to do it. I mean, you know, it's one of those <laughs> well, things. Well,
1: I guess if he said that, well, what are the other quotations he wants to know?
2: Well, I, I got one uh, of them. Yeah. A little learning is a dangerous thing. Oh, I know
1: from Shakespeare, that, Shakespeare. But I don't answer. know. It's from it's Shakespeare. It's Shakespeare no, but I don't no, know what no, play no, it is. No, 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 that's not Shakespeare.
2: little learning is a dangerous thing? No,
1: no, 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 no. Shakespeare did not say that. He
2: certainly did. Well, he
1: may have said it, dear. He didn't say it first. And the reason I know is because I got it wrong once on a test in school, and the teacher made me look it up so I'd remember it. Well? Well, I don't remember what it was I remembered.
2: Education is a great thing, isn't it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it matters if you remember everything you're taught. One of my teachers always said the important thing is to know where to look it up. You know, how to find the information. All right,
2: we know where to look Amazing. it up, the uh, book of quotations. Now we can't find the book. So the answer to that is we should have our bookcases organized. The book's are all placed alphabetically, the, the way libraries are. Maybe we could even have a card index file. Fine, you know, yeah, let's do that do in our in spare libra-
1: time, shall we do Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Nothing else to do? Yeah. Alexander Polk. Huh? A little learning is a dangerous thing comes from his essay on criticism. <laughs> I knew I'd remember it.
2: You're positive? Yeah,
1: yeah, I am. I am. We better verify it, I guess, anyhow, when we find the book. <laughs> now, who else? Oh, um, yeah.
2: here. um, Man's love is of man's life a thing apart, tis oh. woman's whole existence. That, I know, is Lord Byron. No, I
1: don't think so, dear. I think it's either Keats or Shelley. Shelley. Well, you know, look,
2: you don't think so. I know so. It's Lord Byron. No, I One dear, of the few I, think... I happen to remember, because I always thought it was so true, you know, from Byron's Don Juan. No,
1: I, I don't think so. I know Shelley wrote... What do you mean it's so true?
2: Turn that lamp up, will you, honey, a little higher, so I can check the books on that top shelf again? What do you
1: mean it's so true?
2: Huh? Well, I mean the quotation. Oh, boy, when did you last dust the top shelf up here?
1: Hand me the paper <laughs> you wrote the quotations on. Thank you. Man's love is of man's life a thing apart, tis woman's whole existence. You think that's true?
2: Yeah. Move the lamp over, will you, honey, so I can see up here. Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth in that. Uh Uh-huh.
1: You mean our love, our marriage, means more to me than it does to you?
2: Oh, why? My love
1: for you is my whole existence... But your love for me is just a little something extra in your life. Oh, honey, a... no, I
2: didn't say that. Well,
1: you didn't say it, but if you think this is true, that's what the quotation says. What did, what did you mean, Oh, then? honey, look, I, I Don't just... Don't fall off the chair. Look out, look you, you,
2: All right, you exaggerate everything. So I only meant there's a grain of truth in it. When a woman falls in love and gets married, she's wrapped up in her house and her children and her husband. I mean, that's her, that's her whole life. Don't you understand? I mean... Everything she does is is related to her house, her her children, her husband. But as a man, it's, it's it's different. I mean, he loves his wife, his children, his home too, and all that. But I mean, he also has other interests.
1: What? Well, I
2: don't mean romantic interests necessarily i mean he, he he lives in a business world in a sports world um well, it's hard to explain, honey, but uh, if, now if if a woman buys a new hat, for instance, she thinks, "Will my husband like it and if she goes marketing she thinks, "Well, what would my husband like to eat and if a woman goes anywhere to the bridge club or a woman's club or the movies or a trip she she's anxious to get home to tell her husband all about it. you know right
1: well, yes, yes, that's true, I guess. I... I don't think i do much of anything without relating it to you somehow. Men are different?
2: Oh, well, yes.
1: You don't think about me at all when you're away from me.
2: Oh, honey, no, I didn't say that at all. Why do you always twist everything? When a man has a job, he concentrates on his work. That's what I mean. When he plays golf, he concentrates on his game. Don't you see the difference?
1: No. Do you mean to tell me that at all the time it takes a man to go around an 18 hole golf course, he hasn't got a minute to give his wife a passing fault?
2: Well, honey, that isn't the point. I mean, why should he think of his wife He's playing golf? If he's going to play a decent game, he's got to keep his mind up. Wait a minute, will you come back here?
1: There's your book of quotations right in the middle of the second shelf. I'm surprised it didn't bite you. I'm going to bed.
2: Good night. Oh, no, honey, wait a minute, will you? Honey. <laughs> oh, now, honey, listen, will you if please? If you've looked
1: up the quotations, you better call your friend Harry. It's 2.30 and I'd like to get some sleep.
2: But well, now, look, this will not take a minute now. If you'll just... Don't go to sleep now. Mother explain to you what I meant. Seven, it it, it doesn't mean a a man doesn't love his wife just as much as she loves him. Just, Just because he concentrates on what he's doing at the moment.
1: Even when I vacuum the living room, I'm thinking about you. I think, oh, I want the house to look nice when he comes home. Just gives me a funny feeling, that's all think you don't think about me at all at the office. Well, look, I'm working
2: for you, aren't I? I'm, I'm working to support you, to, to give you things, to feed you and clothe you, to take care of you. Everything I do is basically for you now, isn't it? Yes, yes, I
1: guess that's all true. Right. All
2: right, See, now, even when I even when I play golf, darling, I'm getting exercise, so I stay healthy so you don't have to look for a second husband. Oh, <laughs> oh you. <laughs> sure. Pete, say, didn't I dial the right number? What's going Hello? Hello? Oh, hi. <laughs> Lorraine, look, can I speak to Harry? I, I got the information. The sleeve will wake him up. Certainly I know what time it is. He called me and asked me to... Hello? Hello? How do you like that? Then Lorraine balls me out for calling at this hour of the night and then hangs up on me. How do you like that?
1: has oh, been the... an hour since he called you. Nerve. I guess he thought you went back to sleep and forgot about the quotations. How'd we do, by the way? I'd uh, like that. Huh? Well, or we, were, we, right. we were, were right. We
2: were right. Coleridge, Pope, and Byron. Oh,
1: God. Yeah,
2: like that. Doesn't I give you a pain. He calls me up. He, he gets both of us awake. Uh, downstairs, ransacking the bookcase for him. Then his wife says she certainly will not yeah. wake him. Who do I think I am calling <laughs> anybody at this hour? Yeah. Boy, I tell you, it takes all kinds, I guess. Here I am doing him a favor, see? I Oh... Hey, wait a minute. I know what favor he did me. What? Harry is the one whose brother had a friend who had a friend. That's how we got our lawn chairs wholesale.
1: Why, we had all sorts of trouble over those chairs. In the end, we hardly saved a thing, as I recall.
2: Saved? Look, it cost us money, for heaven's sake. We we had those trucking charges, and I had to send a, that friend a box of cigars or something. That's right. That's oh, right. look, you never get something for nothing. Why, wouldn't you think we'd learn that? <laughs>
1: You better get to sleep. You've got to get up so early. Yeah. (sighs) Do you have my picture on your desk at the office?
2: Huh? Picture? No, you took it away. Said it was an old one. You didn't like it.
1: Well, I'll have some new ones taken with the children just to help you think of us during the day.
2: (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) I'll never hear the end of this. I can see that. (laughs)
0: Here's a snappy weather snack that satisfies those teenage appetites. Good Hot Campbell's Chicken Noodle Soup. It warms them up, makes good things begin to happen. Satisfaction happens as they dip into this delicious soup. Good enriched egg noodles and tender chicken in a tempting warming broth. Good Hot Campbell's Chicken Noodle Soup. It's mmm, mmm, good. Nourishing good. Have you had your soup today? The Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bundt.